Uh, the Crumblies were back in court today, in a sense, making some interesting motions and also exposing the fact that there was a political component to what Ethan Crumbly allegedly did when he opened fire on classmates November 30th at Oxford High School. WJR Senior News Analyst Chris Renwick on that story. Hi, Chris. Good afternoon, Guy. The lawyers for James and Jennifer Crumbly were busy in court today arguing a number of their court filings that were made public late Wednesday, and there's certainly a lot to look at. First of all, according to courtroom testimony, Ethan detailed how he would carry out the shooting at Oxford High School in his journal, which also contained anti-Biden statements that the Crumbly's defense team believed could hurt their client's right to a fair trial. They note that Ethan referred to the president in his journal as sleepy expletive Joe Biden and predicted that his actions will be so big that sleepy expletive Joe Biden will have to make an apology to people. Defense attorney Shannon Smith and Marielle Lehman say the sleepy Joe phrase is directly associated with former President Donald Trump and that attitudes about both parties have become so polarized in recent years that the jury may be blinded by politics. They say Mr. and Mrs. Crumbly should not be found guilty or not guilty, depending on the attitudes of the jurors about Presidents Biden and Trump. Political beliefs have no legitimate role in this trial, they say. But aside from the political nature of Ethan Crumbly's journal, the attorneys don't want the journal to be submitted as evidence for other reasons, too. Court documents give us a look into what's written inside that journal, like Ethan's detailed plan to commit a mass shooting at his school, racial slurs like the N-word, and complaints about his parents' school's administrators, teachers, and pretty girls and students. Among the journal entries that have raised red flags for his parents' defense team is, these are direct quotes from Ethan Crumbly's journal. I want all of America to see the darkness in me and hate me. The first victim has to be a pretty girl with a future so she can suffer just like me. I wish to hear the screams of the children as I shoot them. I have fully mentally lost it after years of fighting my dark side, my parents won't listen to me or help uh, or help me or uh, uh, or a therapist. Now, the defense team says James and Jennifer knew nothing of the struggles or thoughts that Ethan was having, despite what he had wrote in his journal. The prosecution, well, they flat out disagree. And as chief assistant prosecutor David Williams told me today, the motions filed Wednesday do not raise any new arguments or evidence. The prosecution will respond to the motions as permitted by the court. At the appropriate time, the prosecution remains very confident in its case. And a couple of other notes from today's hearing guy, the Crumbly's defense says uh, Oakland County prosecutor Karen McDonald's constant public or media appearances is her way of litigating this in the court of public opinion instead of the courtroom. And they feel that too could poison the jury pool for the fall trial. They've gone as far as ask the judge to order McDonald and her team to stop discussing the case publicly and stop holding press conferences and stop revealing evidence that had been secured by police. In a separate court filing Wednesday, Crumbly's lawyers also asked Oakland County Circuit Court Judge Cheryl Matthews to dismiss the involuntary manslaughter charges against their clients. They argue that a lower court judge abused discretion in finding probable cause in March to send that case to trial. Guy. All right, Chris, do we know when might we hear a, a resolution or a determination about whether or not that journal and all of this explosive evidence will be admissible? Uh, that's not uh, clear at the moment. I uh, I will say that now that this has been uh, submitted to the judge in this case in, in court, they're going to take a look at it and they'll make their uh, decision in the near future. All right, Chris, politics and everything including this sad, sad episode in our area. 
Uh, thanks so much, Chris. Appreciate it. Uh, when we come back, going to have dueling tax cuts. The, uh, the latest forecast for our state budget is that they have found another $2.2 billion in tax revenues for, excuse me, $2.8 billion in revenue coming in in 2022. Another $1.1 billion estimate for 2023. So, the, so things have been pretty good for us here in the state of Michigan, and that means that the state legislature has a lot more of our money. What will become of it? Well, on one side, you've got the governor who wants to give us 500 bucks rebates. The Republicans will vote today on a tax plan that would be a $2.5 billion tax cut. Now, Governor Whitmer doesn't have a price tag for hers yet. It might be just as high. But I want to know from you what you would prefer to see, a tax cut or a very quick rebate of $500. We don't know if it's 500 per person, 500 per family. Uh, those details left out by the governor, but that's what she's planning. We'll get to that. 1-800-859-0957. 1-800-859-WJR.